Jinsoul's point of view. Few people know how much problem he has caused. The cops were thus far second and concentrated on the files placed before him. We got a call saying that a kidnapping was happening which turned out to be something else which we don't know. He said the last part in a louder tone. If you won't tell us. He then rested his body against the chair, giving us a judging look as I looked back to Namjoon who looked calmer than ever. I'm sorry that we didn't call you. Yeah, yeah, I've been hearing that for a while. The cop sighed then looking at the guy beside me who was sitting still with his shoulders slammed and looking down. Now you, my boy, have caught my attention. Again, the cop shuffled some of the files scattered in front of him. There was a person that had gone missing 12 days ago. His parents called us. We searched his workplace and his college, but overall, there were no trace of him. Now, mister, can you tell me your name? The guy beside me flinched a little, causing my heart to almost fall on my chest. He's the one. He's the one that I've been so scared all these days. I've seen him, the lunatic expression in his eyes when I first encountered him in the street, then in the basement, and his deep, stellar voice in the abandoned building was him. But he looked so different now. His hair has become longer than last time, brown little locks falling over his eyes. His body looked thinner than ever. He looked frail, innocent, unlike how I've seen him before. He wouldn't even look our way since we got to the police station. But that can't be it. He's the demon, and he's not the wrong guy. I know it for sure. Your name, sir? The cop repeated, leaning a little forward, as if he was losing his patience. Ta-ta-yung. Kim Tang-yung. That voice. That deep voice. Nine shards then. But the last thing about him was gone. Still, I couldn't help but shiver. This must be an act to hide his true self. Kim Tang-yung. Hmm. The cop turned some pages of the file he had in his hands as his eyebrows got scrunched. You are the missing person. We have to call your parents. But before that, can you tell us where you have been all these days? The guy named Tying shifted in his seat, looking uncomfortable. I don't know. I, I can't remember. He then started coughing, his weak body shaking a bit. Judging by the sound, you can tell his health is not in a good state. All right. The cop let out a small sigh then looked at us. You are going to be interrogated. Since we have found a missing person, we need to know if you have any connections with him. He then left us and went to deal with the other policemen that were making ruckus a few feet away from us. Jimin let out a groan of relief as soon as the cop was gone. All this time, Jose continued to sit quiet behind me. God, I'm so glad I called the guy now Yunki and asked him to call the police instead of doing it myself. That was really clever of you. Ozok murmured in a tone we could all hear. Now that Jung is out of Seoul, the police can't interrogate him and they can't take the call as a prank call too since they found a missing person. But who even is this guy? You should think about yourself. You fainted for a while there. Jimin said as Ozok shrugged. But I'm fine now. I just dragged out a little. Tell us who you were and why you were doing this. Namjoon spoke for the first time in a while. His eyes fixed on Tyung. Tyung was looking more uncomfortable since the cop had left him with us. 
Nervously, he looked struggling with his thin, long fingers, and then he looked behind at the other faces. Fastly, his eyes landed on mine, though he looked away the second after. Can, can you recognize me? I mean, no, of course not. You can't. We were in the same high schools. I live in the next neighborhood of yours, too. He mumbled to me in a breathless voice. I looked at Namjoon then at him again. I should feel afraid like before, but I was pretty calm. I felt, felt like this was all a, a different person than the one I had seen before. I wear glasses. Maybe you, you can recognize me if I wore them. Like those thick brown glasses. Truthfully, I can't think of anything properly now. I just know it's you. And so she is here sitting close. Do you know me? I finally spoke. My throat felt dry as blood. He nodded vigorously. I don't know what I did, what I've been doing the last days. I, I really can't remember. His body started to shake. His shoulders grew closer. He bent forward more. Sounds of weeping left his mouth. I can't remember anything. Last thing I remember is I was going back home late at night after my part-time job. Now there's me. Several days has passed, and I, I feel really hungry and sick. I couldn't even recognize myself. He kept on whimpering, crying in pain. We all kept silent until Jimin muttered, You've got to be kidding. I can't be sure of that. Like, man, look at him. Was your courage of Jimin to stop? I was speechless, and Namjoon was staring at Tyrone with his eyebrows furrowed. Can you give us your address, the apartments you lived in if you can remember? Namjoon suddenly asked. Yeah, yeah. Tyrone looked up, rubbing his eyes with both his hands. He told us his address and he really did live in the next neighborhood. Before this could go further, the cops from before came back. You, sir, I think you need a physical treatment. That cross car in your neck, how did it happen? He asked Namjoon as he took a seat. Just a cat. I'm fine. Namjoon replied in a monotonous tone. Right after that, time threw up on the table, causing the cop and I to stand up. Can someone call an ambulance? He's sick. The cop shouted in an alarming tone. Time started choking and fainted on the floor. He... The guy? I tried to say something as we got outside from the police station after time he was taken to a hospital and we got interrogated. He will be fine and he's not lying. Namjoon replied and looked at Jimin and Hoso. You guys go to his place, search for anything unusual. Take photos of his room and send it to me. Jinso and I will go to the abandoned building and see if we can find anything. And don't worry, it's fine there now. He turned his head towards me, completing what he was saying. Time skipped. This place still smells bad. I coughed a little, wrinkling my nose as the stench hit my nostrils. Well... The demon had left this place, but he wouldn't bother to clean it. I mean, who would? Namjoon joked in a straight face, lending me one of his hands to help climbing the staircase. I'd gotten a terrifying feeling in my stomach last time I was here, but this time I was fine. Just like that person, Tyrone, the off feeling about this place was gone. It was confusing me. Does it mean I'm safe now? Then, if the demon had left, it means I'm 
Actually, this place was never where human had grown up, raised, except nest and raised. Now that I think about it, this was all us to confuse us, lead us to a wrong path. We've been wrong from the start. Namjoon looked pretty natural as he was saying all these. But I was getting more afraid. We stopped in front of the door we'd seen last time. We couldn't go inside that time because strange things had been happening. Then where do you think the demon has been living? The building you live in. Namjoon turned to me saying, We've been there from the very start. This building was just a false lead. Probably that guy too. A shiver ran down my spine. Namjoon opened the wooden door and we went inside. But it was so dark, nearly anything could be seen. The stench was worse than before. I grew closer to Namjoon being scared. He gently put his hand on mine. That guy used to live here? How could he live in this place? I screamed, holding my mouth with my other hand. There was a bed a few steps ahead, if you can even call that a bed. Creepy rats. It felt like there were dead birds and small animals lying on the ground here and there. Since it was quite dark, I couldn't see properly. Honestly, I didn't really care to. But the smell of trash became was strong. Like, ew. Disgusting. Namjoon started walking in the dark as we were holding hands. I closed my eyes, not wanting to see anything. Next moment, I felt light pouring in. When I opened my eyes, we were standing close to a window that Namjoon had just opened. A guest left my mouth as I looked out of it. My bedroom could be seen clearly from here. The window here was facing the window of my bedroom. What in the world? Jinnah just sent me a text. Namjoon took out his phone from his pocket. He opened the messages and held his phone closer to me so we both can see the text. There were a bunch of photos Jinnah had sent, a bedroom and a living room. The bedroom was a mess with shirts and jeans, books scattered here and there, but anyone could tell it was a guy's room. Did they break in or something? I asked in a low voice. The landlady gave them the key. Since the guy's been missing, the one to do went to this place brothers. Jinnah said it in the opposite text. Namjoon replied as he was scrolling through the messages. Everything looked normal until we saw a picture of a wall. There were several photos hanging on it. They were my photos too. During my high school days, I used to wear glasses with low spiral back then. Some photos of me at my workplace and that's about it. But surely none of those photos looked like I was aware of them being taken. In the next text, Jimin said that the guy probably had a crush on me. A low-key stalker? None of the photos were private, so he probably just took them when he saw you constantly. Namjoon retorted, shutting his phone off. Are you sure about that? God, I didn't even know I had a stalker. I shouted, anger building in my veins. That isn't even a stalker, he just probably liked you. Let's go back home. Namjoon started walking like that with me holding his hand. You're saying he isn't the demon? No, he was possessed. People like him are easiest to possess and set on for, for, you know, several days. He couldn't get out of the demon's grasp because he actually liked you. Even though he was innocent, he had weird bad desires in his heart. We all have them. The demon made those come out, made his darker side visible. But if he isn't the demon, then what's our next need? 
He was our only babe now, and now he's gone. She has only one day to live, right? Anjana is not looking at me, and I nodded. I'm afraid we don't really need any more. We are back to square one.